Hi guys, this is Danny. Or no, that's not it. Hi and guys, this is Molly. Hi guys, what? I'm. Hi guys, I'm. But Danny. you are Danny. I am, but this is you black like... chiclet. Oh yeah, I'm Danny. You're Molly, and this is black yeah, chiclet. Yeah, this is black chiclet. Yeah, I mean, you could also say this is Danny. Yeah, that's true too. It's grammatically correct. Um, true. We're here to talk about our year in reading. Yeah, it's been quite a year. Yeah. <laughs> And we're just going to talk about reading because we had a brief discussion before we recorded and it's just a lot of bad news. So I don't, I'm trying yeah. to, my denial is, so <laughs> we're going to get into yeah. it. I don't think there's any other book news, um, except. I don't think so. We're actually, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say Michelle Obama's book is probably the, somehow snuck in at the end of the year, became the best selling book of the year. And I think that's wow. an update. Yeah. I think that's an update from when we last spoke. But that's other crazy. Than that, I know. I'm proud of how her. How did your um how did your in real life book club go for it, her book? It went really well. I felt like Mocha Girls Reads. And um, <laughs> everyone brought wine. So I have like bottles of wine in my house now. And we had dinner and we sat around. We had a really good discussion. It got it was really good. I might do it again. It's not a thing I want to do once a month or even like I don't want to do it frequently. But I think like <laughs> once a season, because I know people, I know my friends, they're busy and not everyone uh-huh. reads like we read. But I think like if there was another book that came around that felt like a good fit, I would definitely do mm. it again. Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I will say out of the maybe 10 people I had, two people <laughs> finished the book. <laughs> so, you know, that's OK. That's yeah, okay. it was fine. We still had a good discussion. So, <laughs> but yeah, so that's about it. So, and I think that might be the last book I have on my reading list, which means I haven't read anything since. So, does that seem like a good way to jump into it? I think so. So let's start with you, if you don't mind, because I'm still trying to find my tab. How how was your 2018 in books? Um, so you're pro. I've said several times you're probably gonna put me to shame. Um, because it was like the first half of this year, I just did not read anything like outside of the podcast. I just did not read anything. I was, um, just a little bit busy, but you always had titles. So you were listening. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I guess like I wasn't, I guess I wasn't listening as and finishing books as Uh, frequently. uh, So I would pick them up. Yeah. Yeah, But then it was like, oh, someone would call me because, okay, so I do a lot of my audible listening like on my drive home. Mm -hmm. And so for all the wedding planning, that also became time to like coordinate with everyone like Uh from back home. So it was like, okay, coordinate this, coordinate that. And then when I got home, it was like, okay, um, do this and do that and do this and do that. So it was like the actual reading time. And then by the time all that was done, I was like, fuck it, I'm exhausted. (laughs) And then, fun fact, um, it wasn't until, so we got married in July, but it wasn't until October that all our paperwork came through. So then it was like just a constant state of confusion and worry, like <laughs> trying to get the the paperwork actually done. Um, and then like, uh, um, I... Uh, I still haven't changed my name because I need a certified copy of my um, marriage certificate, which I paid for when we applied for it. They were like, oh, you should just get one now. So I said, OK, I'll pay for it now. So I um, I did that. And then um, like uh, 
a person's signature on the license came back as illegible. So we had to uh, like yes, redo right. the license and then redo the certificate. And by the time we got the certificate, like they were like, oops, I forgot about the, the copy. So Oof. it was like, okay. So they have this online system and I tried to go through that and they were like, okay, it'll take like 300 business days. Like 300 business days. They said that? Yes. That's a year. Why don't they just say it'll take a year? <laughs> And so then I was like, um, okay, well, let me try to figure out some time that I can go there, da da da. And then like maybe two weeks after that, like uh um uh, something came in the mail and it was like, Oh, uh your request came through and we don't have any record of any marriage between these two people. <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking serious? Like, well there was, so get on. <laughs> That's marriage is ooh, marriage sounds exhausting. So yeah, it's been it's been the gift that kept giving. But um, what Molly is trying see. to say is that the book she did read, read y'all better be grateful she's going to talk about them because she was busy. Okay, so I just counted. That's why I had dead space. Oh, I thought it. I thought it dropped again, and I've just learned not to talk during the drops. Um, so I read twenty one books this year. That's good considering how much you had going on. I guess, but you're probably you're probably like I'm gonna guess you're like over a hundred. No, I'm not that high, and I'm sad and lonely. Remember that. So, oh. <laughs> you had like a fa- you started a when well, I started a family. That's implying something entirely different, <laughs> I guess, in a way. But like you like got married. That's a big event to organize. I just like goofed off, and I guess. But I did you didn't you too. buy a house and graduate school and start a new job? I bought a house two years ago. Oh, I thought you bought the house this year. No, I bought a house two years ago. I graduated school uh, last year. And I guess, yeah, I did start a new job. That's Well, still. Yes. So, okay, you're 21 books. Mm-hmm. About, do you have your, like, your Goodreads page up where it has, like, your stats? I, so, um. Or do you don't I, use it? That's right. I have a Goodreads. That's right. But, uh. Okay. Um, so I would say of the twenty one, like what would you ex- all but predict- nine of them I listened to on Audible. Okay, what would and you, then uh huh. I was ahead. gonna say which one would you think is like the longest you read and which is the shortest. So the longest again, we're probably a trio of, you know, high nerd, high fantasy books. <laughs> um, the uh, Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. Um, so I read all three of those this year and I also read Mistborn I didn't get into that but those are all about I think a thousand plus I've heard of that one. Oh, so, Mistborn yeah sometimes you say a lot of very sci-fi fantasy titles and I'm just like yeah, that's news to me <laughs> but like, that one mm-hmm. I think I've heard of mm-hmm. awesome. so yeah so those are those are probably the longest ones that I read um, and then I read um Let's see. Oh, you know what? This isn't totally complete. So I read I read two short story collections. Those are probably the shorter ones. Um, I guess the other one's not on here because I haven't finished. So one was mm-hmm. The Head, Heads of the Colored People by Nafisa Thompson. Why is that cutting off there? I'm going to say Thompson. And then later anyone can feel free to correct me. Oh, wait. You know what? The actual book is right here. <laughs> <laughs> Nafisa thompson spires boom you were close you had mentioned that one on a previous episode and you sold it so well i added it to my tbr and i keep meaning to go oh yeah read it, and i just haven't yeah yeah that's the one that the um 
fortune cookie the slip of the fortune cookie was in and it was like you're about to witness a miracle i was like ah oh, damn <laughs> that's that's some that's a movie that's a movie plotting that's a movie inciting incident right there <laughs> um, the other two short story ones i did were tale of tales which is a translation um of like some old italian folklore they're like crazy wild um and then um, Heavy by Kiyose Lehman, which I have not finished. I'm about halfway through. That was my read last time. I was just starting it. Cool, cool. So yeah, 21 is a good number. Yeah. I'm not going to let you hate on yourself. <laughs> I did. I did. I did not do over 100. I did 74. But yeah. I have to caveat. Remember what I said? Like, I have no. Well, I guess the Stephen Kings. Of that, I have four saga books, I think. So those are quick. Oh, I didn't count those. Oh, yeah. I count everything. Oh. I have four saga books. I have all six of the Addy books we read. Oh, I only counted Addy as one book. Oh, no. I counted them as six separate ones. <laughs> they were published <laughs> six separate things. I counted them. Um, That's fair, though. That's yeah. fair. Because Addy was, Addy was struggling. She was. <laughs> Bingo Love, which, so all the graphic novels. And mm. then I read two books with Mariah that I counted. <laughs> one the they're elephant and piggy books they are probably about 50 pages each uh-huh. one is called the thank you book and the other oh. one is there is a bird on your head <laughs> by mo williams they're all about exactly what's on the title they do not have very well-developed plots but they're cute um, i saw one book like one kid's book i was gonna ask you about it was like a bear and somebody takes his hat have you seen that one and he's going around and he's asking everybody who took his hat i <laughs> I'm not in on the kids book. I will not lie. I don't know oh them as God. well as I probably should. Like if, you would love it. It's very snarky. Oh, I love snarky then. I'll get it. Mariah's a sass master. She could get on that. But yeah, <laughs> she so love it. So yeah, I had 74, but remember like a good at least 20 of those are like less than 100 pages. <laughs> um, and then I, if I had to look at my longest book, it was, yeah, it was this, it's one of the Stephen King books. Okay. And I can't, I remember if it's Wizard and Glass, which was the third, the third, no, that's not right, the fourth of the Dark Tower series, or mm-hmm. if it was um, Wolves of the Kaya, which I, that's the one that I started in July and just finished in November. Um, they're both like well over a thousand pages, but not wow. uh, between a thousand eleven hundred. So well over is kind of an exaggeration. So, and I think actually I had started listening to more audiobooks than previous years because of Hoopla. Oh. Yeah. Hoopla, I like because there's no wait. It's through your library. You can check things out digitally and you can check them out immediately as opposed to Libby where you're sometimes put on a wait list. But a lot of their stuff is audiobooks. Oh, interesting. And you find that they have a pretty good selection? They have a really good selection, yeah. And they'll add new titles. So, So it's pretty cool. So that's about it. I'm trying to see if there's any other weird trends. Oh, this is a weird trend for this year. This is, I probably reread more titles this year than previous years. Really? Yeah. I reread both the um, Night Vale novels. I reread, um, oh, what's the the Agatha Christie novel that had the really racist title? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then there were none. Um, I reread uh-huh. that. I reread, um, I guess technically Addie counts as a reread. So um, I reread a couple books. Okay. So that was it. That was my 
Those are the raw. Well, not the raw, the numbers, raw but those numbers. are the numbers. <laughs> so I bet you our page count is probably a lot closer than you think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea no. how long those um those uh, what's it called books are. The the what audio. Yeah, pro- they were long. They were long. They were long books. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how many um authors did you read this year? Oh my gosh, let's see. I'm using my air table. <laughs> I know, and it doesn't have like the um the count on it. Oh, my Google form does. Uh, um, I think I don't know. Wait a minute, I'll cut this out. Um, I forgot. I have so many ways of tracking books now that it's actually cumbersome because I have five different things I got to check. <laughs> According to this, well, that's a dumb way to list them. It just lists, Google just lists them as a list. Um, uh, I betcha. Oh, but I can ask it. Let me see. Explore. How many unique authors? Unique. Oh, I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine 51 i read 51 oh, wow. unique authors so ooh, i could do this top authors top five authors we'll see if i'm embarrassed to say it oh eh, not that embarrassed so connie porter was number one because of those six okay. those six addy books Tess, <laughs> tessa dare was number two fiona staples and brian k vaughn all those saga books for the third top author the lady who wrote the Alien books was number four. <laughs> and Alyssa Cole was number five. Okay. Was that one? I heard she's having like a book turn into a movie. Is that right? It got optioned, which I guess means they'll have the option to turn it into a movie. But yes, uh, a princess in theory. Exciting. Yeah, it got optioned. But I, I'm just saying, Alyssa, you know, if you need two chuckleheads in the background of your movie. <laughs> <laughs> we know some girls. We know some people. Yeah. I, I'm concerned because, like, I know, like, it's Hollywood negotiations, so they're options. Uh-huh. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, everything's going to turn into movies. A franchise. Yeah. That's where the money is. People don't read anymore. True. What uh, was your... Are you able to easily count your diversity yes, of authors? Yes, because okay. I cheated and counted before I asked the question. <laughs> so I read um 18 authors my number one was that brandon sanderson um though i guess if i am using the danielle method of counting then um connie porter would be number one (laughs) um for Addie, and that would be six for her four for him um and then of that all but six of the authors i read were female and half of them were people of color Ooh, that's good. I do track whether authors or people are color, but I don't track sex. That's a good that's a good metric to add. I think according to this, sixty three percent of all the authors I read were people mm-hmm. of color. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's move into the nitty gritty. What let's start positive. Okay. What was what, what was the fa- what was your favorite thing that you read this year? This is gonna be tough because Okay. Um I read a lot of things I love this year, but if I had to pick one, I think it's between two. So the first would be The Sellout by Paul 
Beatty, Bite Betty, Beatty, Beatty. Yeah, I know that that A in there throws me off. <laughs> the Sellout by Paul Beatty, and every time I love this book, but every time I recommend it to people, they give me a face like. Like if they've never heard of it and then I start describing the synopsis, they look at me like I'm insane. I, yeah. It has like kind of dark humor and it's about race. So I get it. But I, I loved it. And I did the audiobook. Yeah, highly, the audiobook is really good. Yes. Highly recommend. The performance is so great. I don't know why that guy didn't win an award for it. He should have. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, And then my second. They're going to both be for all my romancing stuff. Both of my top favorites of the year were like literature with a capital l because my second the one that i love the most from the year was a brief history of seven killings ah, yeah okay so that was a more recent read and i just love that one it's kind of long but the way he structures it it doesn't feel as overwhelming because it's sort of like every character's individual journey it follows that and then sort of shows how they intersect hmm. yeah so i love that one that's by marlon james and he has a fantasy coming out next February. Oh yeah, I am so hyped. I am so ready for it. He describes it as Black Game of Thrones, and I don't even like Game of Thrones, but I get what he's putting down, <laughs> and I'm excited for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm on the hold <laughs> list already at the library. Oh really? Yes. So those were my two favorites. Um, okay. If I had to pick a genre favorite of romance, it would probably be A Duke by Default by Alyssa Cole. Which okay. is the second in her Reluctant Royal series. So the first one is the one that got optioned for the movie. And then this is the sequel to that one that follows like her best friend hmm. in Scotland. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what was your best read of the year, Molly? Um. So I would, I'm going to pick two. I'm going to say. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to have this problem for multiple I know, questions. Right? I'm going to say Whiskey and Ribbons by Lisa Cross Smith. Yeah. I just, I really like that book. Um, And here's a fun fact that we withheld from you, dear listeners. Um, So when we recorded um the book, or the episode for that book, I actually hadn't finished it because um, my husband had a health issue and ended up going to the hospital. And it was like, I could not, read the book while he was in the hospital like it Mm -hmm. just got to me that much um so danielle very helpfully (laughs) (laughs) made an outline for us i think i was maybe like 75 percent of the way through i remember you went to the hospital you had read a good chunk of it you just hadn't finished it i just hadn't finished finished it and then at the end i was like i can't read this and then after i like went back and finished it and i'm really glad that i did because i think that that was um the best written thing that I read um, uh, over the year. Um, My second pick would be Wolf Hall by Hilary Mantel. Um, That's about, uh, what's his name? Henry VIII and um, his like advisor who's like, you know, scheming and doing all this stuff in the background. And I just like, I really like the way it was written. It's like all written in present tense, which, um, I just found really interesting. And um, I listened to the audiobook version too. Um, so the guy who reads it has like the like fanciest British accent ever. Oh, that's unique. <laughs> and he's saying like all these like crazy things. It, is, it was a lot of fun. If I can add one. Um... Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to ask a, sep- a different question. <laughs> What's a book that surprised you in a good way? 
Ooh, that is a good question. Um, let's see. Do you want to go since you know? Do you know? I assume you know uh, your answer. Yes, I will say. Um, uh, and you will enjoy this. Um, Song of Blood and Stone by L. Penelope. Is that the paranormal romance you read? It is. Awesome. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm having such an influence. Ah. <laughs> So it was it was just very cute and a very easy read. And you know what? I think I might have stopped reading Whiskey and Rivets to read that while Frank was sick. And it was just like it was just a really like nice treat. And even though it's like, oh, all harrowing and they're doing stuff, it's 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 a romance first. So um, I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. But I think it was like the right book at the right time. I feel like that's the whole rom- romance genre because like I'm on my feed, my regular one, not the one that's totally not black chiclet because that feed is totally book focused. But mm-hmm. there's still a lot of writers on my personal one, and they're all like, "I'm gonna go reread X Y Z romance title again" because mm-hmm. they just need to hide. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. So, um. So my one that surprised me, I think I mentioned this last episode because it's one I read fairly recently, mm-hmm. and it was Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe by Benjamin A R. A R uh, Alary Sons. I'm okay. Alary. I feel like I'm, I pronounced it correctly last time, and I'm not doing it right this time. This one because you all, I've whined about YA in a, a lot. I feel <laughs> on this show. Um, this was an example of YA, and it was. It's like, I guess my issue with YA is the genre YA. I don't like YA romance. I don't like YA oh, fantasy. Okay. This was, I guess, like literature fiction but for young adults okay because like the writing was really beautiful it was not about this big crazy adventure it's basically just this kid this summer who has this realization it's like a coming of age story who has this realization about himself and it's just and he has this other side plot that i hope gets dealt with in the sequel about his brother who was incarcerated so it's really beautifully written his fan his family was really well done and i just I think I give it five stars. I really loved wow. it. I think that's like the highest rating I've ever given a young adult book. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. I know. Impressed. What's something that surprised you in um, maybe not so good of a way? Oh, is this like your most disappointing read? No. Okay. It could be, it could be both. Okay. Cause I have. <laughs> okay. Let's start with uh, most disappointing. Okay. So. I have two, and I okay. feel like such an ass. Because, <laughs> oh, and I have three. I wonder if one of yours is going to be the same as one of mine. Probably. I have, because one of them was for the podcast. Uh-huh. I, I have three, and they're all black women, which makes me hate myself, but I also hype up black women a lot, so it's fair. The first one is um, Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Adeyemi, okay. which I just, I liked it, and then the further I got away from it, uh-huh. the more I disliked it. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. Everyone was hyping it up so much. And they're like, I love this book, blah, blah, blah. And then I read it. And I'm like, this is Black Avatar. And at first <laughs> I was like happy about that. And then I realized, damn, this is just Black Avatar. <laughs> and not even as well like paced. So uh-huh. that was the first one. The second one was The Wedding Date by Jasmine Guillory. Ooh, which we're reading next year. Yeah, and I have thoughts. I will say, as a priest, not to spoil the discussion for that episode, part uh-huh. of the reason I was kind of, I don't know, I went in with good expectations, but I was also a little bitter because there was this interview or some some story that some online publication did, I will find it for the episode, okay. where they had implied that Jasmine Guillory was like, finally the black author romance needs. Like, there's no black romances anywhere, but this woman, oh. she's coming and she's writing all these stories. 
and she's doing all this representation. It's like y'all, there's there, there's there's there a lot, lot of black women <laughs> writing romance. Yes, there are women doing the work. And finally, and I feel like this is the one we probably have in common, uh-huh. um, is this will be my undoing yes. by Morgan Jerk. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> uh, because I just felt like that one. I just felt like that might be an editing thing. Like it just did not feel like it came together very well. Yeah, and I I think I. Several times, like this year, I've thought back to that essay where she's talking about the guy in the bodega or whatever, and um, and when she's on the train and how like she's kind of like, uh, and you know she's she's dealing with um these negative ideas that she has about black people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, like that's that's fine, but it's kind of like, okay, is this the book that I really? in my limited time that I have is this the (laughs) you know we we hear negative things we hear problematic things we hear people struggling with blackness all the time it's like is this really what I want to spend my emotional energy on today and it kind of wasn't so that was that one was just disappointing for me and yeah yeah I felt like now that you bring because I think back of that essay a lot and I feel like a problem the whole book had was it just needed a little bit more thought put into it. Like, cause that essay could have been interesting about how yes, black men, women, black women sometimes distrust black men, but not for the same reasons that like white men and white women do. It's because yeah. of sexism. Yeah. And like, it could have been interesting to talk about like the intersectionality of black women's fear of black men that has nothing to do with race, but as, but as gen- the gender. Yeah. And I feel like it didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. And I always think about, and I'm, I wish I could go to that one. I think about the Libaplast, or Libya for some reason. I don't even remember the name of the procedure she had on her. Remember how she went in depth about her surgery on oh, her vagina? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm mad because that's what I always think of first. I just think of the essay <laughs> where she talks about the surgery on her vagina because she describes something. And this is how I know she's such a good writer. Uh-huh. She described how she sometimes accidentally sat incorrectly and uh-huh. it would cause her such pain. And it was so visceral that it like haunts me to this day. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, so yeah, yeah. That you brought me back there, Danielle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I brought us all back there. Hey, you know, that's fine too. Uh, was that your only disappointing, or did you have any um, others? Um, so this one, like, I, I this wasn't a disappointing one because I thought it was a very good book, but it just like surprised me in a way that I was like, oh, wasn't expecting that. That took a turn. Um, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Um, oh, I gotta read that one. What's that? I gotta read that one. Yeah, it is really, really sad. <laughs> it's real, real sad. It's just an extremely sad book. <laughs> oh, I think you told me this. We you I think had discussed I did it because it, it messed a little bit. Yeah, because it like messed with you so much. You're like you're used to the scary, but you're yeah. not used to Stephen King being sad, and you didn't like it. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, hey. Because the first, like, probably 90% of that book is just a really sad meditation on, like, grief and loss. That's and, everybody like, saying this. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, 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 man. Oh. In that vein, uh-huh. because I get now what you mean by surprise, but in uh-huh. a sad way, uh-huh. I would like to throw in Saga Volume 9. Okay. I will not. <laughs> we don't have to say spoilers. I don't know how quickly people get around to reading that stuff. Yeah. But like, so I'm going to You know what? 
if we do like bonus a bonus episode like we talked about doing some bonus episodes uh-huh. on authors and books that, that are not black fall. women exactly and i think saga would be a good one because i have yeah. so much to say i i do too but like the the latest one was just so mm, that it made me consider whether or not i wanted to continue and it you was know a what? very i don't think i really i might not for a while because i used to read them like right when they came out yeah but i'm i'm kind of like uh hmm because <laughs> i don't need this i don't need I don't this. need it and it's like so i i um also um going back to those fantasy books that i read by uh brandon sanderson <laughs> i also listened to like um uh a series that he has on youtube about like writing fantasy and like the craft of writing fantasy and i was like oh this is really interesting um, because I guess he's like a teacher and he's he's just has like kind of that teachery teacher <laughs> teaching about him, way about him. So like if you're ever interested, I, I found them very uh, a good listen. Uh, they're all for free on YouTube. But um, it was like at one point he was talking about like comparing his work to George R. R. Martin because his work is very like um, upbeat and like... Um, you know, people triumph, triumphing over bad and all that stuff. And he wrote, he said this thing. He said, um, I decided that I wanted to write about heroes. And I was like, huh, that's like a totally different approach than a lot of what I think we kind of value in literature right mm-hmm. now, where it's like, oh, you know, as sad as things can get, as awful as things can get, as bad as things can get. And it's not to say that his work isn't like, oh, or is Pollyanna-ish. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Pollyanna-ish. You know. Yes. It's a lot of vowels. <laughs> but nothing bad ever happens and da-da-da, head in the clouds. But it's like, oh, people wanting to do the right thing and um, striving to do so instead of like, just like, oh, everything's terrible, terrible, terrible. And I think with um, just kind of the news right now, yeah, where it's like, I don't need it. yeah, it kind of beat you down and defeat you. So it was nice to see a, a different approach. So that's why I'm kind of like, I kind of cooled off a lot on Saga. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. it's Saga's fault. Um, I do think that they kind of telegraphed this big twist pretty early on. Like, I was kind of like, the second I picked up that book, I was like, oh my God, I know what's going to happen. That that particular uh, I- issue. <laughs> What's that? I was caught completely off guard. Really? And at, and at first I didn't believe. I was like, I was like, it's temporary. And I don't know what, how I thought it was temporary. I mean, you know, it's about, it's about monsters in space. So anything could happen. But I, I feel like it's pretty. It's kind of like our, our um, episode on what was that movie? Um, Avengers. Yeah, oh yeah, I would not accept the snap. <laughs> it was like they're dead, Danielle. <laughs> Spoiler. I know. Alert. Exactly. But yeah, so that one I was like, I don't and then the cover is just so damn wholesome. Because I read the paperback ones. Uh-huh. And so the paperback cover for that issue, it's like Alana is like hugging and tickling Hazel and Hazel's over Marco's is sitting on Marco's shoulder. Oh, and, like, like a little like, JC Penny like look, family like portrait. Exactly. And I was like, oh, look at the, look at this heartwarming book. We're all together. And it's like, now I feel it. like the single issue cover is quite different. 
It probably is. And maybe and I maybe that's why I was like, I, from the very beginning, for the very moment I opened that book, I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I was not ready for it. And it made me like seriously question if I wanted to continue because I was like, I'm tired. I'm so tired. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking along the vein, and I think you read this, um, another book that kind of made me feel this way, but what didn't feel quite as manipulative Mm-hmm. Um, An Unkindness of Ghosts by Rivers Solomon. Did you read yeah. that? Yeah. I liked that book. Yeah. I didn't read it this year, but I read it late, like maybe the last week of December uh-huh. last year. <laughs> yeah. I read it. I read it maybe like at the beginning of this year. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you, there's some things in that book I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Why? Well, I feel like that book <laughs> <Why>? ends. <laughs> I feel like that book ends on a more hopeful, which is weird to say, like, it's like rebellious and hopeful note. True. Like, yeah. True. But yeah, it's is, also a downer. That is a very good distinction from Saga because at the at the end of Saga, like, you're kind of like, everything is awful. Like, okay, so there's the part that happens in Saga at the very end. Can we say spoiler alert? Okay, if you haven't read spo- Saga, can we spoil it? Yes, and I'll put a written thing with the timestamp. So if you want to okay. make sure you don't hear any of the Saga talk, because it is hard to talk around, you can skip now until the the timestamp whenever it'll be okay so the thing we're dancing around is that um uh marco is killed brutally um he gets like stabbed through the middle brutally brutally murdered while like thinking he's about to go back to his daughter um and that got me but you know what even got me more than that when that little raccoon boy died it was just like crying for his mom, like in the swirl oh. of the planet getting destroyed. Yeah, on that other issue. Yeah. Yeah, that got it's me. Been... And it's like, it was just like this relentless march of like everyone that you care about dying. Well, and... even before uh-huh. even before Marco, Robot, Sir Robot, got his head ripped off. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> It's like it's pretty brutal. And then she because loses I, the baby and it's like it's just it's just like when is when's it gonna stop? Like everyone's yeah. split up. Oh, and then one of the reporters dies too. So like three yeah. people are killed in that last book. And they're yeah. people who have been around for a while and you're relatively attached to. Right. And it's like, okay, we're back off for another six months and I'm kinda like, I I don't know. You know, I don't know, guys. You know what? So comparing that to In Kindness of Ghost, like, um, what is the main girl? Astrid, right? Mm-hmm. Is the main girl Astrid, in it? Mm-hmm. Or Aster. What is it? Aster. A-S-T-E-R. That's right. Um, like, all these horrible things are happening. Like, when Flick dies and everything, like, you know, is awful, awful, awful. But it never kind of loses that edge of, like, um, but we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And eventually... Like, either we'll all be dead or we'll triumph. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Saga just got to a place where it was like... Um, just... They did. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why? This whole yeah. world is suffering. And, like, maybe in the Obama administration, I would have had the fortitude to deal with it. But not right now. Not when but I'm current... looking at the news, you know. <laughs> yeah. Current Danielle doesn't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. End of spoiler. I will note. As I said on the thing, okay. on our show notes, which I don't really know if people read, whatever. Um, we'll say it, you know. I think we gave fair warning. And, warning, yes. Yeah. So okay, um, 
I want to know, Molly, mm-hmm. if there is any, what book did you hate the most? What book did I hate year? the most? I want tea. I was asking for that on Twitter and no one gave me anything. No one gave us anything. Okay. So I wouldn't say that there was a book that I hated. Like there was probably, so what I captured was like um, what I finished um, mm-hmm. and like a lot of times like I'll pick up a book and if it just doesn't vibe with me I'll <laughs> return it on Audible <laughs> so I don't have like quite the um, the record if that makes sense mm-hmm. I'll say and <laughs> what is the thing like that your mom says like I'm not mad I'm disappointed <laughs> So I know we already did disappointed, but this is like the this is the the one that like disappointed me, disappointed me. Um, and uh, that would have been. And why is this telling me <laughs> two episodes of Black Chick Lit have just downloaded on my phone? I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> um, that would have been um, Bingo Love. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that book every now and then. I just think it just needed more space. It did. Just needed some more space to tell its story. Yeah. And so I and it's not like what's that old joke? It's like, oh, the food's terrible in such small portions. Like what I think was there <laughs> was not bad. What I think was there right. what we got was really good and I wanted to see more of it. But I just mm-hmm. you can go back to our episode and hear all my thoughts. But I just <laughs> I was disappointed by kind of the story that we ended up getting yeah because it felt like an editing thing because they knew they if they had just focused their story a bit yeah they could have told a more comprehensive story that touched on all the beats they wanted to get to yeah but they literally stuck a whole lifetime yeah in 60 pages yeah and then that whole thing like oh find out and what's his name story and i'm like but i it was important to this like and I still don't even know what that was. I, like, I, like, I tried to go find it and I just didn't have the, like, the the intelligence in myself to find out, like, what where his story was told. Yeah, I don't, maybe they, because it was kickstarted or yeah. Indiegogo'd or one of those things. So maybe they did not have the money. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. But yeah, I, I can feel you on that one. Okay, what um, was yours? Okay, so I have two, one okay. much more than the other. Okay. One, I guess hate is wrong because I didn't have that high of expectations. I actually went back. I went back. I went and I tried an Amish romance because I just wanted to ha. see. It was curiosity. Uh-huh. It was like, I have to see what this is about. It was bad, but I wasn't expecting it to be good. So it got one star. The other one, I like sort of eviscerated on Goodreads. And I think I talked about it on this this podcast was... Know. A romance by um, I feel really bad by Brenda Jackson called Forged in Desire. Okay, it was it was terrible. I'm going to read you, and I think I did this before. <laughs> select quotes. Okay, including so here's one. Okay, so we have these two characters. He's boring as hell, and she's a brat. So there's <laughs> your couple. <laughs> and so I guess like here's one where they're kissing, and he says her taste was a total erection builder. Oh, I need to know that. Read that. <laughs> yes, this is the this is what we're dealing with. This is the level of what we're dealing with. Um, this was the one that had the phrase "turgid nipple." Yeah, yeah. He took the pad of his thumb and rubbed a turgid nipple, and she said his name again. And I was like, "Why would you think that was a sexy phrase?" Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have this discussion next month about like 
<laughs> how to write sex without making it sound bad. Uh-huh. That's not keep the word turgid out of it. <laughs> and this one, which is the worst. Those womanly folds were plump, ready to be divided and conquered. I What what do they mean by womanly <laughs> folds though? Exactly. Is what that you think. the vagina? <laughs> yes. Okay. It was so I terrible. Was and I kept about back fat at first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that would have been a better less dis- like less <laughs> off-putting option <laughs> say it again oh, womanly the- folds or heavenly folds womanly womanly folds yes i'm gonna be thinking about that one for a minute <laughs> i'm so sorry womanly fold <laughs> i didn't want to spend this much time on it but molly can't get past it i can't oh here's my favorite here's my favorite her breath caught when she saw the size of his erection Holy cow! Exclamation point. <laughs> like it's Bart Simpson. <laughs> I grew up. <laughs> That's exactly who I thought of. Okay, up. so you talked about writing a romance. I will give you. I will name my firstborn child after you, Danielle. If you can write a romance and um, sneak in the line, um, she <laughs> looked at the up. size of his <laughs> erection and said, "I grew up." <laughs> Exclaim. <laughs> Bet taken. <laughs> I will get on that right away. But yeah, oh, it was just a mess. And then, oh, there's a murder plot. Four people are trying to murder the heroine at the same time. <laughs> and one of them, I don't even know where she comes from. She comes in like the last 50 pages of the book with a gun and starts waving it around. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you? I'm like, why are you here? So it was such a mess. I wrote a very, I love destroying books on Goodreads, even though that's probably rude. So I can link my uh, full review, but it just made me so mad. I think I was oh, yeah. also on a 13-hour layover. Oh, from one of my things? No, this is from Madrid. Like, oh, okay. Like, they were, it was supposed to be a two-hour layover, and then I ended up having to spend the night. Oh, no. And, like, I was just mad. Yeah. And I think it sort of fed into this. So I, I've got to give Brenda Jackson another chance because I feel like she's up there with Beverly Jenkins uh-huh. in terms of like, like black romance author. But this was this did not leave a good taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, and now we're gonna be all haunted by <laughs> womanly faults. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, it's just I just so many other things you could say. It makes me think of a box, like a <laughs> like a box with like some lipstick on it. You're like folding it, you know. I think of a robe, like, <laughs> like, like a robe with some draping on it, or cloth like, napkin that fell on the ground. Exactly. It's either way. It's not sexy. Yeah. So you know, yeah. um, so uh, someone called us insightful recently. Did they? Yeah. They One must of those not have heard lists. all our episodes. <laughs> I saw your tweet where you're like, every time we get on the, included on these lists, I just think about the episode where we just said penis over and over, over again. and over. Because it's like some of these some of these podcasts that um we're being counted amongst are quite uh fancy quality quality yeah. you know quality people doing quality things like they're interviewing people they're like you know talking about form and function and shit and we're literally over here trying to like. <laughs> They we're talking about uh, uh, womanly folds, so yeah. Well, you know what? There's a there's a taste for everybody. So you that's know, someone, <laughs> someone must be enjoying this. 
So, uh, oh, I'm reading my review again and getting mad all over again. Oh, no. Was, her writing was fine. No, it wasn't. Never mind. I take that back. <laughs> what was, okay, what was your favorite episode of the year? Ooh, that's a good episode. Ooh, let me look at the, um, I just realized I don't have our website up, so I would have to check. Uh-huh. Um, we had a little hitch. We did. In the fall. But beyond that, let's see. Um, I wish it would just take me to like Google Play so I could see a whole list and not round and round and round. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, uh, I oh, is it is it coldest winter ever? That was a fun episode. Maybe, that was going to be was, my favorite too. I'll say coldest winter ever, uh-huh. but and whiskey and ribbons because I feel like those two episodes encapsulate. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the two sides yeah. of this podcast yeah i think i think coldest winter ever was like the most fun to do and i think whiskey and ribbons was when we were kind of at our height of like yes um we were truly insightful we were actually insightful <laughs> i think we were probably insightful for um this will be a my undoing yes mm-hmm. but i think i like the book whiskey <laughs> and ribbons better yeah but i, I yeah i, I think I think probably the most fun I had was uh, with, uh, well, uh, with Coldest Winter Ever and with Addie. Addie's a fun episode, too. Addie was fun. Yeah. And the interview was fun. Which, the interview like, we was should fun. Do more. So uh, I don't want to ask which is your least favorite because that'll just make me sad. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to get into reading resolutions yet because I think there'll be a good chat for January. Okay. That's so fair because I didn't do any. <laughs> good. <laughs> I just want you thinking about reading resolutions. Okay. Were there any books that you wanted to talk about during this episode that maybe didn't come up in a question or you just didn't get a chance to? Um, That's a good question. Do you have one? Um, Let me see. Let me go back. I just wanted to make sure I was just about to check. Uh-huh. To make, oh, I do kind of have one. Okay, go ahead. And it's not to say anything. Po- I feel bad because I keep saying all these negative things about books written by black women, but it's just that's the majority of who I what I read. you read, yeah. Yeah. So I finished the Binti trilogy. You did. Okay. Yeah. And I think I was a little finishing it made me realize how kind of disappointed I was in the first two. Okay. Because I felt like she, Nadia Korafor makes such a great universe. Like this world building is so great. Like there's this university where all these aliens from all around the galaxy come. Mm -hmm. And she does such a good job at setting up like, like everything you think that would include, like people sitting in a classroom just speaking different languages, like that's kind of how like Star Trek does it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's relatively humanoid. They just some people have weird ears, some people have a funny nose, uh-huh. but they all still speak and they all are like relatively humans. She has like there are aliens who are like jellyfish. There are yeah. aliens who are super tiny, like insects. There are aliens who are giant. There are aliens who need water to who like have to be in water to breathe. And she has this really great universe with like this big war and these two feuding sides, but we never really get to explore it yeah. because there's so much exposition going on. That's fair. And I don't, yeah. And we finished the book and like, I can't remember really how <laughs> we finished the book and like Binti, who's been involved with like both sides of this like war, uh-huh. she sort of has to play peacemaker, but even parts of that we don't get to see because I think she's too busy sort of setting the scene that the action sort of gets gets treated as like a second thought. Okay. 
I think people who like it just really like, I guess there are people who just really like the world building stuff and maybe don't need all the, but I like some plot. <laughs> I mean, and it just felt like, it just felt like a wasted opportunity to have this great universe. And then I wanted to see her in the classroom, like yeah. dealing with all these things. The whole story started with her being like the first of her kind to leave home right, and go to an intergalactic school. And I feel like that's a conflict that could have been explored more thoroughly. True. So, so that was one. Um, I think I've talked about Lincoln and the Bardo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little poo rolling around. Yes. I forget that. And that's usually the first thing you say about it. And then I have to remember all over again. Like, yeah, that was a thing. Um, oh, I read her body in other parties and was very met on it. Yeah. Did you read that one? I read it last year. Yeah. I think oh, well, I did. I just didn't wanted it? to say. It's not on this list. I read it, but it's not on this <laughs> list. Maybe I didn't keep as good record as I thought. Turns out you read 50 books and just <laughs> forgot like a good 20. Um, and I read all the crazy rich Asians, which were, were pretty fun. I still have to see the movie because I'm a bad person, but it was busy. So what book, were there any books now that you've gone back? Um, I would say I read, I, I'd only have one, a little book on form, which was that poetry book. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a book about like different uh, forms in poetry, like different types of uh, poems and shit. I don't know. It's very like meditative and I enjoyed it a lot, but I don't have a whole lot to say. Because <laughs> I'm just you not had- a poetry person. You had mentioned it before. I did. I will. This is semi off topic. I have two different ideas at the same time. One, I was going to say you had mentioned that book before Uh and I wanted to read it. And two, when you said you were reading poetry, I did start off the year like trying to read poetry Uh because my first book of the year is Don't Call Us Dead by Denise Smith. Okay. And I don't think I've read any more since. (laughs) So, So, yeah, two things. I had so many thoughts coming at me once. Yeah. So that's okay. Um, well, I think okay. That's it. I have one last question. Uh-huh. One last question. So we have started um like uh sketching out what we want to do for next year. What book are you looking forward to reading for the podcast next year? Oh, let's see. Um Oh, The Fifth Season because I've been I was meeting- going to say that too. <laughs> you stole mine again. No, I'm kidding. We're, we're just like connected today we're there yes the fifth season because i've been meaning to read that one for so long and i'm pretty Uh sure once i do read it i'll love it yeah and i just have to get around to getting it i have the first and i have the first and the third book in the series because they're i guess every audible will have these books go on sale every so often Uh so i just need to get that second one Yeah. yeah i'm excited about that one yeah that was gonna be mine too yeah like 500 page sci-fi give it to me <laughs> and then another one which i thought i think i was pitching things and i don't even know if we had approved it i just added it to the list was one um the icarus girl by helen o- oh yeah yummy oh yeah 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 i've never read any of her i haven't either so i'm, I'm curious because i hear it's good yeah and this one just sounded creepy it's like yeah. I guess there's a village and there's a curse so i have it slated for october awesome yeah well what's that i was gonna say and of course i cannot wait for next month oh yes that is a good transition (laughs) i am so excited i'm pretty far i'm pretty deep into this book so far (laughs) 
Uh, I haven't even started it yet. <laughs> it's it. I'm going to have a lot. I think this is going to be a really fun episode. Oh, I can only imagine. I feel like I should probably take notes. <laughs> yes, I got the um, I got the paperback because I was like, uh, I don't know if I'd be able to to do audible, <laughs> audible. audible erotica i'm not sure i i admire those people like because there are people i think that's their sole career <laughs> is doing erotica audiobooks because uh-huh. that's how i stumbled upon those alien books because ah. they're on hoopla and it's like there's this guy and that's what it says in his bio and he's just like, trying he to keep like, a straight face and he just does it and he loves it apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so next what I want you to tell everyone what the cover of your book says. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, next month we are reading um, Addicted by the one and only Zane. Um, and the cover of my book, um, it has a little blurb and it says, uh, read it with a lover nearby. So <laughs> be prepared for that. <laughs> They're like, it'll just get so hot and heavy, you won't be able to contain You just yourself. won't be able to. You're just going to be fanning yourself and looking for your lover. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I did see, um, we saw Magic Mike for someone's birthday, like, several years ago. Magic Mike 2, excuse me. And the girl sitting next to me, she had on, like, this, like, maxi dress. And she kept, like, kind of fanning herself. And then when we <laughs> left, she was, like, just drenched in sweat. So... <laughs> So what Molly is saying is it's possible. Get ready. Get yourself ready. <laughs> Have a cool glass of lemonade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> read it along with us. You want to yes, hear your thoughts. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We should take time to say we had tweeted feedback for yes. this episode. And we got it. We did get at least one. I had lined earlier. <laughs> but we did, in fact, get one. It was mm-hmm. from... Sorry, Twitter's not moving fast enough. It was from Sherelle at Sherelle Liam. And she had a whole bunch of highlights she touched on. Um, an American Marriage, which I did read this year. Mm-hmm. It was, I thought it was okay. Yeah. What did it remind me of? Oh, I had compared it to Whiskey and Ribbons. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tommy and Nora, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently book two drama is real and yes it is because I you think know, I know what she's talking about. We have about. to get into that. I don't know yeah. any book t- tube drama. I think so I think what she's talking about is I think it was in a, late October early November this white YouTuber went and made this video about how black YouTubers complaining about racism are I guess entitled. What? Yeah it was I can send you a video if you want to see it. It was a mess. She was like how dare you come on this platform and say that all these people who have been so nice to you are racist she was like, i'm sorry this platform like it's like <laughs> it, was, class it was a mess oh my god and i think the thing that inspired that uh-huh. was a fox had all these booktubers come on the set for the hate you give movie uh-huh, okay. and people were like there's only one black booktuber everyone else oh for the hate you give one Mm-hmm. There was one black YouTuber and then one who was a book YouTuber and then the rest were not black. Huh. And they're like, how are you going to take this book, which is about a black experience yeah. and, about, and not hmm. and not highlight more black booktubers? Hmm. So that's how it kind of led to the discussion of like 
Well, they probably didn't pick more black YouTubers because there aren't a lot of big black YouTubers or booktubers. And why aren't there a lot of black booktubers? Is it because of racism? What's this about? And that's what inspired that girl to to show her ass like that. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) hear about any of that. So, yes, booktube drama is is insane. Oh, my God. I think it's it's because everyone's so young. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Um, She also mentioned the books to movies, The Hate You Give and Beale Street, which I don't. If Beale Street could talk. Have I you seen that it? one? Should I? It's Am Baldwin? I showing my ass? Huh? Am I showing my ass? Should I no, no, no. It's um. So it's based off a book by James Baldwin, and it oh. is directed by the guy who did Moonlight. You should oh, go look at the trailer because okay. it's amazing. I think I did hear about that one. Yeah, or maybe I just didn't know the title. I'm yes. real excited to see it. And then also, like today, it was on Twitter. I'll retweet it from my main account, and it was like something like some super old like movie clip. Um. And they said it was like the first USC put it out and it was like the first example of um, like a black couple on film. And so someone like Ooh. put the Beale Street music under it. And I was like, I was like, I had like one little one little tear. Escape from my <laughs> eye. I was like, oh. oh, so yeah, yeah. Look at that trailer. You're, uh, I, I think you'll like it. And I'm excited to see the movie. And then the last thing she mentioned was becoming dropping like Beyonce <laughs> and doing crazy numbers. And it did. Yeah. Like apparently Michelle has extended her tour. Wow. Okay. Get it, Michelle. I still couldn't afford no ticket. Shit was expensive. <laughs> but um and I got waitlisted, so you know. Yeah, that's sort of what inspired my little book club because like I wanted tickets to that thing and they were it was not happening. So I was like, I'll just hold my own thing and get some friends. And that's what we did. That's nice. So that's good. But no, I'm here. I, I miss the Obamas. Like every day I wake up and see some more terrible news. <laughs> and I just I'm like, man, remember when we had a president who wasn't like a literal narcissist and or sociopath. It was nice. <laughs> it was I nice. Less. I did. I worried a lot less. I don't well, want to be writing Lacey you know Clay. Maybe that was the problem. Oh, did you read about the Missouri Senate race? No, what? So Josh Hawley, whoever won Claire McCaskill's, right. he's a Republican, he won the Democratic. And so apparently John Ashcroft is his office, he's having his office investigate Hawley for misappropriate, inappropriate use of funds during the campaign. Okay. Everybody is under investigation. <laughs> uh, and apparently, what do they say? Like, this is this is right after Greitens. So I don't know what it is about Missouri Republicans, but they are just... Wild. <laughs> like, not only are they incompetent, they're incompetent and they can't hide it very well. Yeah. Which I guess fits into being incompetent, so never mind. <laughs> I'm so, just saying, like, you know, November came, but now a whole bunch of indictments might be coming. Like, I have Mueller, Mueller, whatever, flicking the lights on and off and telling everybody to get out. I wish I knew more about what was, I really wish I understood what the hell was happening because people were tweeting about it. I'm like, this is, it's law. And not only is it law, it's like presidential, congressional, like, I don't know what all subpoenas and stuff are about, but I, if everybody's excited, I'm excited. So yeah. if you tell me, Danielle, it's good. Be excited. I will be excited. It's, I just It's tentative. Do- it's okay. just very sitting here. It's like, oh, now all the, now everybody is going to start talking. And if they don't will, start talking, they're going to start going to jail. Right. And I will say, I it's probably a good sign that everyone around him is who nervous. he's investigating is going to is 
getting found guilty like yeah. it's a sign yeah so so and then i guess is, is the state's attorney or attor- something in new york uh newly elected and she's like i'm looking at all his business shit that's what she said i'm like do it girl i was like get it girl i will i will make a donation i don't even live in your state let's get this done <laughs> this uh cortez what's her name is she in the bronx alexandria something? yeah and uh, Don Jr. was tweeting about her. She was like, bitch, I got that subpoena. <laughs> I got that subpoena power. I got that subpoena power. She's like, I got a couch now. <laughs> I don't got a She's like, bar no more. Shit. And I got a subpoena power. Keep talking shit. <laughs> oh, I love it. But yeah, so I, I follow the news. Uh-huh. Sometimes it gets a little legal. And I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> so, okay. But I'm excited. Like stuff's happening. I really don't like when it gets that high, and you're like, it's an investigation this long. Yeah. I'm like, just, just, I, I need the summation. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. Well, we'll see. We'll see what yes. happens next. So I, it's just every time I turn around, there's more terrible news. So. But you know what? We're still here. We're, We're still, still black, here. and that's all we set out to do this year, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And read. Yeah. So. Awesome. You know, if you have been on this journey with us over this past year, or this past, what is it, two years? It is. We're going to, next August will be our third birthday slash anniversary. So we just celebrated two years. Um, So, you know, thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging with us. Thank you for putting up with our absences and our stupidity. Um, Our nonsense, (laughs) as Molly put it. (laughs) Our nonsense. You know, we... If, if it was just the two of us talking, I think we'd still do it, but we, we probably wouldn't record it. So, <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't be as much fun. It, yeah, it wouldn't be as much fun. And, you know, to all these new podcast people who are hearing about us, hello to the people who have been there since the beginning. Hello to any of the new followers or listeners. You know, we're just too cool, slightly you know wine tipsy girls and yeah reach out let us know we always are looking for feedback we love engaging with you guys and we thank everybody who has shouted us out or participated in a bonus episode or done an interview told somebody left a review i saw we had one one star review thank you to you too (laughs) did we really (laughs) we do i gotta get better at checking them (laughs) But you know everything, everything. So it, it it's it wouldn't be as much fun without you guys here. So thank you. It wouldn't, yeah. So so if you would like, I'm trying to segue in, but Molly was so heartwarming that now I just feel like an asshole. <laughs> no segue. I was just gonna say if you would like to follow us on Twitter, we're at Black Chicklet. We're on Twitter at Black Chicklet. You can mm-hmm. also find us online at BlackChicklet.com. Mm-hmm. You can email us at contact at blackchicklet.com yeah um you can find us on itunes and google play mm-hmm. um as she said please be sure to like or subscribe and leave a review that helps other people find us yeah so even though that person left a one-star review <laughs> it's an engagement so we'll yeah. see how google how itunes deals with that <laughs> <laughs> um i think that's it for today we don't even have a theme song because this is a chat so yeah um, so yeah, join join us back here for Urban <laughs> Lit January, where we promise we'll be real, real dumb. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a mess, y'all. It's gonna be a mess, but you know what? As always, it's gonna be insightful. It so, 
um, join us back in January um, for Addicted by Zane. And thank you guys again. We hope you have a happy and safe and restful end of your year. Yes. And things will get better in 2019. I'm putting faith in what that. Are, what's so. going to be our 2019 theme? Oh, we got to work on that. Like, We'll come I, up with I wanna, the next. Yeah, I want one that's hopeful because Saga has. I was like, no, I need some hope. Yes, like things will get better, or bitches were back, or something. I don't know. I got like, a subpoena. <laughs> exactly. I got a subpoena power. <laughs> so I need something like that because that would make me so happy. Yes. All right. Okay. Bye, guys.